Because we live in a Puritan police state, we are obliged to inform you that we may sometimes use explicit language. Now that you've been informed, <laughs> things are about to get weird. Welcome to what I had heard was I am Jennifer. And I'm Anna. And uh, like the original, you are stuck with us too this week. Uh, it may seem a little weird, but hey, that's, uh, that's what this whole season's about. Weirdness. Embrace it. Love it. Do naughty things to it. Or or not. Or not. You know, you could just pet it like a puppy. You be you. Yeah. We won't judge. I'm not your mom. I'm not telling you what to do. Yeah, we won't leave you any ratings or reviews, but we will ask that you run over to iTunes. That was so cheesy, but still, please give us a review. Give us a five-star review despite that terrible joke. I would really appreciate it. <laughs> Otherwise, Anna might beat me up after. If, uh, if you give us good reviews, our segues will get better. Question mark? Exclamation point. Ha <laughs> ha. Uh, this week we are talking about weird interactions we've had with people, uh, and we have had many. Yeah, I, I think most of that's probably self-induced. Yeah, I know as for myself, there was definitely a period of time in my life where every single day I would have a moment where I would be like, what in the actual fuck is happening right now? <laughs> like, every single day. Uh, I, I did like it in the updates on those. It was it was pretty impressive. I mean, just the fact that like some of the stuff you'd say would be like, man, people actually act like that or treat other people like that. Or like, what are the chances that all that crazy shit's happening to just one person? Yeah. It's not like I, I'm like super, uh, you know, out there social butterfly. No, not at all. So, yeah, you, you do not give that vibe off of, hey, come talk to me <laughs> at all. So many people do. They're all like oh, you just look like you want me to talk to you. And I'd be like, the fuck I do. Please do not talk to me. <laughs> it's already torture that I've had to leave my house, and here you are talking to me. Well, see, maybe that's the thing. Maybe you give off this vibe as, like, you're a good listener, you yeah. know, as because, you're, because you aren't somebody who is talking all the time or is outgoing, who needs to express themselves. So people go, oh, you know what? I bet you she'll actually listen to me as somebody who just wants to pause long enough so then they can talk. Yeah, they think they think I'm listening. <laughs> oh, if only they knew. <laughs> well, apparently you are in some manner because you now get to share some of those wacky stories. Yeah, I wish that I had uh, a good memory. You know, it's better than it was season one. But I wish I had a better memory to remember some of those stories because I was trying to think back. And the only one that I keep remembering is, I'm going to say every single day, but I'm talking about 90% of the days I was out there, there would be some random guy, a gas station, in anywhere, you know, I'm covered in mud, in mud from working, and then they go, hey, you want to fuck? <laughs> no. No. Not, I don't. No, not um, at all. Not whatsoever in the Speedway bathroom. Uh, so I mean, you know, the frequency with which that would happen just blew my mind. And I finally came to the conclusion it's got to be just a numbers game. Like every woman they see, they got to be like, hey, want to fuck? And somebody must say yes. You know? I, I would. Yeah, I guess. But it's still it's like if if somebody finally turns around to you and goes, oh, OK, like, do you really want to dip your wick in that? I mean, if you're 
propositioning every woman you see in a speedway, you know, by the landfill, you already have bigger issues than yeah, what you stick your dick in, I think. Yeah, that's fair. I, something similar along those lines. Uh, I just remember when, uh, the first time I ever went to Las Vegas. It was with a group of friends. And myself and uh, one of my other uh, female friends, we were, you know, out at the casinos having a good time, et cetera, et cetera. We're walking back to our hotel. And we, you know, I mean, you, I have a uh, lifelong uniform of jeans and a T-shirt, right? And so this didn't change. So I'm wearing jeans and a T-shirt. We're walking down the strip. And she's wearing something similar. We're not looking terribly, we don't look homeless, but we don't look <laughs> like you know, terribly classy either. And this guy just rolls up and's like, hey, how much for a good time? And we look at each other, we look at him, and we just start laughing. And we're like, you think we're hookers? Really? <laughs> oh, dude, you got to up your game a little bit or something. Like, it just laughed at him, and then he drove off. Uh, yeah. But it's just like, I, I guess, I don't know, I guess I have a different visual mind of what a hooker should look like because at no point would anybody look at me and go Anna you dress like a hooker you got the uh, Julia Roberts <laughs> pretty woman thing going on not at all like just like okay cool yeah so let me they... take off my sexy black socks for you big boy yeah I you know it's like I I, I wasn't sure if I should be flattered or offended I was just confused what you needed to follow that up with is how much are you willing to pay? Well, so no, uh, yeah, <laughs> we just laughed about it. Like we, like we just laughed straight in his face because <laughs> we're like, uh, no. The day Anna went to jail. <laughs> I know. This is the day Anna, Anna got shot. <laughs> yeah, people are. Uh, I don't even know. Yeah, but it does make for some good stories. It does. It really does. Um, so I somewhat recently, I guess within the last several months here, I had an interaction with a woman at our grocery store. And Anna, you know the story. Uh, but I was reminded of it this morning. And so I went and found the actual text I sent because I don't think that I could. First of all, I can't remember all of the details. But after reading it, I couldn't tell you uh, any better so it was, so it says, I was grabbing some potato salad, irrelevant to the story, and a roast when this woman walks up to me and says, did you hear the news? And me, who genuinely only watches when something big is happening, says, no. Her, <clears throat> they're getting rid of all the market meat, me, thinking I'm about to get sweet deals on meat. Who? Her, the government. Me. What? <laughs> what uh her all of the market meat me in hindsight i should have just said okay why her to control us they want to take the market meat and we're the fucking market man me just wondering how i managed to get so lucky to attract her attention that sucks <laughs> She proceeded to carry on about how hopefully her God Jesus will return before then and some other random shit after I was relatively sure she, was go she wasn't going to shank me. I chose a roast on my way out of the 
in the cart area, I saw what I believed to be a pet stroller carrying grapes in it. I'd say I feel confident it was hers, but I'm acutely aware of how weird this town is. Is there somebody else who's got a pet stroller that just carries grapes around it? Probably. I mean, there may be like avocados. <laughs> I have eight avocados if anybody would like them. Uh, you gave those avocados to me. Oh, excellent. <laughs> just kidding. I have eight <laughs> avocados if anybody would like them. I'm actually getting some chips after this. Going to make a ton of guacamole. That'd be a ton. Yeah, just roll around in it. Right. Slip and slide with the guacamole. Mm. It'll be much like the chocolate fountain yesterday. A lot of chocolate. A lot. Yeah. That was an adventure. Came walking up and uh, into the garage, and it looked like somebody had taken a diarrhea shit into a... <laughs> Into a, into a garbage can. And I was like, oh, no. And Joel's there with the, with the hose and everything. And he turns around and I was like, is everything okay? He's like, oh, yeah, it's fine. It's just chocolate. <laughs> like, oh, thank God. I'm like, this is, like lunch has been canceled. <laughs> like, this, is, this is no good. No, it took us uh, a total of seven pounds seven or eight pounds of chocolate to finally get the fountain to run properly. But when it did, it was delicious. Yeah. Seven pounds of chocolate and five people. Takes a village. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> All because I couldn't be bothered to microwave the chocolate long enough. Well, now you know. <laughs> I mean, you know, baby steps, people baby learn. Steps. Yeah, it's great. Now you have conquered the fondue fountain. <laughs> No, I know how to handle it. Yeah, grocery stores are a really great place to just meet random, like, just to have random-ass encounters. Oh, yeah. You know, because it's like, it's like the watering holes down in Africa. You know, like, all the animals have to show up there to get the water, and so eventually some weird shit's going to happen. I try to, I like to see the stuff, but, like, from a distance where... If I'm too close to something that's happening that's going to attract attention, I try to run away as fast as I can so I can still watch it from a distance, but I don't have to be involved. Sure. Like that person who fell out of their uh, go-kart cart at Walmart trying to get their pop. What? I told you a story before. I yeah. told it on the podcast, yeah. You should say it again just to remind folks. Oh, yeah. So I was at Walmart, which I don't think I said the original time, and somebody in one of the... Yeah. automatic wheelchairs leaned over to get pop and went over ass over tea kettle yeah and i left very quickly but that didn't leave them like totally by themselves they didn't need me in the way did they have other people were there they embarrassed there like, i'm sure they were embarrassed i was embarrassed for them <laughs> i was like oh i feel bad for you let me get out of here i need to run away <laughs> Just by being this close, I, I'm nervous that <laughs> I feel I, uh, dumb that you did that in my presence. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I always um, enjoyed going to this uh, one supermarket up in uh, Cooperstown, New York, that uh, one of the regulars there, she had an emotional support pony. And I'm pretty sure I've mentioned this before, but it bears repeating and she would bring the pony 
in with her. To the store? Into the store, yeah. Little miniature horse. And um, she would walk it around the, the store with her, and she was always yelling at it, <laughs> even though the horse was actually quite well-behaved for a horse being inside a grocery store. Isn't that illegal in some way? I don't know. Well, this was this was a while ago. So this was back in the aughts. So I want to say uh-huh. like aught four, aught five. Yeah. You know, so it was kind of before the whole everybody had an emotional support animal, you know, kind of a thing. Um, but yeah, she, uh, I can't, I don't, I mean, I would, I would guess it was legal, but we were out in the country, so I, I guess it also seemed okay. Um, my favorite part though, it was, you know, cause the horse was like, was actually really fine until it got to the produce section, you know, cause then it's all like, what up? It's dinner time. Right. You know? And so then it, her yelling at the, the miniature horse got really loud, um, which I don't understand how this kept her calm, you know, because she was constantly yelling at this thing. But maybe because she was concentrating on yelling at her horse instead of like yelling at people, whatever's in her brain. Could be. Um, my favorite part about all this, though, was how she would transport the horse around because we'd see her around town. Like it wasn't just the grocery store. But mm-hmm. That's the first time I saw her um, was the fact that she had this. uh you know, like four door Toyota Corolla, nineteen ninety three, that she would shove the horse into the back seat of. He just stood there. It just he would have like two like his right front and left hoofs up on the seat, and the left front and back hoofs on the floor, and just kind of and just kind of be in there sideways and stick his head out one window, and his ass would be kind of out the other window. It's funny. <laughs> it's it was I, just a super bizarre like. Huh. I'm glad that I forgot you telling me that story before because I'm certain you have. <laughs> you know, it's just one of those. And, and the best part was this, because she would do this so often and because I was the new guy to the neighborhood, everybody else was just like, nope, this is normal. And then you have to act like it's normal. Right. You can't just be like, why the fuck does this lady have a miniature horse walking around in Price Chopper? Yeah. Nope. Can't say that. Because I would have like snuck carrots in my pockets. You don't need to. You just go to the produce section. And... Yeah, from the produce section, you just start <laughs> shove them in your back pocket and walk by the lady. So, so that was a good time. Yeah. <laughs> I have never seen anything like that. I mean, I would like, you know, it's uh, it's, you see people walking their dogs and cats and stuff around. Um, I was at a Fourth of July parade. One time around here in Northside, and there was a guy who was walking around his iguana. Just had a very large iguana on a harness, and was just walking down the street with it. And it was just, like, scurry. Like, it was walking at a fairly good pace, you know? And it was just like, hey, how's it going? Stop and sniff some things and keep on. Was it wearing, like, a a vest? How did he keep it? Yeah, it had, like, a harness, you know, like you could get for a cat or something. Oh, yeah, because I I don't think you could collar your... Not salamander, but your Iguana. lizard. <laughs> your, your big old lizard. Your big old lizard. I saw a video, like, there's a preview for a video, but this lady was on the beach doing something, and this big lizard jumped up and bit her on the finger, and she was like, what the fuck? And then the lizard's like, what the fuck? <laughs> you're, in the, you're on my beach. You're on my beach. Yeah. Because, I mean, because that's the thing. It's, you know, it's normal for people to have dogs on leashes, but then if you see a cat on a leash, it's like, 
It's like, oh, that's a weird thing. There's a new commercial out right now for a, for a truck where this guy's going around the countryside doing all these things with his cat, which are things that you would normally do with your dog. You know, it's like the cat's herding sheep or, you know, like he throws a stick out into a lake and the cat jumps into the lake and swims after it and then brings the stick back. And everybody's like, wow, what an amazing cat. And he's like, but it was just a cat. I don't get it. Anyway, it's a funny commercial, but it's true. It's like, you know, once you see something that's out of, quote unquote, considered norm, then it's like, what? What the hell? Yeah. Yeah. Why are you walking your lizard, sir? Yeah. But, you know, if lizards got to be man's best friend before dogs did, then... Everybody would be walking their lizard. Yeah, we'd all be walking lizards. Exactly. And that it would just be euphemisms for things. <laughs> That's pretty much the only time I use the word lizard is as a euphemism. For what? All things dirty. Uh, I've had weird interactions, too, that, like, and they're weird as in creepy. You know oh, what I mean? Like, uh-huh. I had a, a service guy come out, and I'm not going to say which company he's with, and he was older much older than the any servicemen we've had previously. He walked up, handed me his card, and basically pushed his way into the house. And so I had to back up and grab my dog by the collar. And, you know, he's not a little guy, and he, uh, he can cross those boundaries real quick to let me know. Um, so... In any case, I grab the collar, and the guy walks right up to me. And he's, like, talking to me real close, and it's just aggressively, unnecessarily aggressive in his way he's talking to me. So he finally leaves, and I was so bothered by this, I didn't throw his card away. Because I was like, if this guy comes back and murders me, I want there to be some record that he was here. (laughs) Right? Yeah, and so... Joe picked it up, he found it on the floor. He's like, Why is this here? Do you think he was gonna come back and kill you? And I was like, Well, I mean, yeah, actually. <laughs> Thought it was a possibility. See, now I think it's weird that he had the same that he Joel thought that you were thinking the same thought that you were thinking. Yeah. Well. Did you save this so in case he murdered you, you had record? Uh weird that you would say that, but yes. <laughs> I guess he just knows me. <laughs> he knows you too well. Yeah. Well, and that's a, you know, and that's one of the things that we'll be talking about this season is the fact of how, you know, certain people, certain cultures, you know, certain, basically just certain folks have different ways of communicating than others. And any differences from your own, you consider weird and can be off-putting, you know, so you have like the close talkers, mm-hmm. you know, the and then the people who... Uh, talk with their hands a lot, but in a very aggressive manner, you know, Um, or it can be perceived as being aggressive, you know, or the people who uh, like to debate, you know, and so debating can come off as aggressive. I like that eye you gave me, that pause where you stared me right in the eye. People who like to debate, pause, pause, pause. Oh, no, I was (laughs) just trying to get, (laughs) figure out the next thing I was going to say. You told me to take pauses for editing purposes. <laughs> See? Damn it, I'm trying to listen. Um, it's fine. We're fine. I'm fine. It's fine. Everything's fine? fine. It's fine. I don't know what you mean. I'm it's fine. fine. I'm fine. Great. It's fine. Um, so, for example, though, 
um, somebody I know works at a company who may have the best or worst HR policies, depending on how you look at it. Because the person that, who is in charge of HR at this company um, has a mild case of uh, Asperger's syndrome. Mm-hmm. And so, which, as folks know, you know, in interacting with folks who are on the spectrum, the autism spectrum, uh, Asperger's being one of them, their way of communicating with people is, is, isn't considered, quote unquote, normal, mm-hmm. right? They uh, eye contact, volume, unable to pick up on certain you know, uh, physical cues, et cetera, that most, uh, most folks are aware of. So this guy's in charge of HR and who, and nobody in the company likes to come to talk to him because you have to be so very specific. And if you interrupt him from what he's currently doing, he will automatically talk very loudly and in short bursts. So it sounds like he's yelling at you. (laughs) But it's he's trying to refocus himself so that he can talk to you. So it's a, I I don't know. I'm not gonna say the guy's name, but it's no, like, yeah. Hey Gary. Yeah. I have a I have something to talk to you about. He goes, wait, I'm not done yet. Let me talk. It, you know, and so then it just puts everybody off. So then, so as far as the company is concerned, that's great because nobody comes to complain about <laughs> HR stuff, right? But as far as people are concerned, with you know having to go to HR for problems, it's horrible because it's like, hey, the person we should be able to talk to comfortably, you know, has... has Communication issues. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> has, you know, extra dispensation for communication, you know, so... Um, so I find it amusing. Uh, the guy's a very nice guy. Oh, yeah. Um, I have met him. He's a very nice guy. So there's not... I'm not... I just think it's funny that the position in which having somebody who is very good at communicating with a wide variety of people is the complete and utter opposite person <laughs> that they put in charge there. So. I mean, it's working for them. Right. 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 So. Yeah. And once again, it depends on who you talk to. It's yeah. You can go like from town to town, city to city, uh, state to state, and obviously country to country, but things that are normal in different places, you know, you'd just be like, there are so many things in the United States that are normal in these tiny towns, you know, that yeah. the, you'd be like, that never happens in yeah. the United States. Oh, the fuck it doesn't. Right. Like, yeah. Emotional support miniature horse at the grocery store. Yeah. You know, small town, central New York. Sure. Whatever. Have you been to West Virginia? Yes. Yes, yes I have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. By a mountain in West Virginia. Well, it's like uh, I saw a meme the other day. It's like, oh, hey, you should teach your children to, you know, do these do these things as like a standard sign of respect, you know. Um, and it's one of those, you know, like uh, kids nowadays. Meh, 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 right. Well, if you look 40 years ago, people 40 years ago were saying the same thing about oh, kids nowadays. You look 140 years ago. Everybody's saying, ah, oh, kids now, you know, it's this ongoing cycle. But. Sorry, I'm digressing. Point is, is there were, one of the things in there which kind of struck me was when you're talking to an adult, look them in the eye. Right. Right. Now, that can be seen as a sign of like a sign of respect in I am paying attention to you. Right. But in certain societies, in certain cultures, you don't look the adult in the eye because it is a sign of disrespect. Right. You know, because it's seen as being aggressive or, you know. See, being seen at the same level. 
you know, so it kind of depends on, you know, the culture, the society you were brought up with where one thing is respectful and the other thing isn't. Right. You know, so then, and then that's when we have these weird cultural crossovers and, you know. The things that I think are disrespectful, I think are, you know, a lot of, a lot is just around me. Like, I think it's disrespectful to come touch me when I didn't say you could touch me, you know, like. Right, right. Don't don't hug me. Like, you're a hugger, that's cool, but I'm not. And so, uh, also, don't stand too close to me. Like, my bubble's real big. Mm -hmm. So, if I start backing away, don't fucking walk closer. Right. Because then we're going to find out how far my, uh, my fist will go away from my body and find out if you are in my personal space. And and yeah, and all that stuff is is very one, it's very personal. But two, it's it's a it's a cultural thing. Mm-hmm. You know, there's some cultures where it's like, you know, the uh you know, you stand close to um strangers or the whole eye contact, smiling people, acknowledging people as they walk by. Uh, you know, in America, actually a lot of Americans make eye contact, and will smile and say hi to random strangers, where it's like in other countries, you know, or some urban cities, you just, you don't do that at all. If I'm confident that our interaction is going to be passing, or you're bagging my groceries, or anything that I know is going to be over very quickly, I am super friendly, and I will strike up a conversation, because I know it's going to be over quickly, (laughs) and it's temporary. I'm not going to be stuck there for 45 minutes while you tell me about how you can't get daycare for your kid, you know. Right. What do you want me to do about it? (laughs) (laughs) They just, and that's ultimately what it is, is, you know, people just want to be heard. Right. And that's fair, too, but probably not, you know, somebody who just wants to go get their groceries and go home. Right. Yeah. You know. If I'm on a time crunch and I really need to leave so I can go use my own bathroom at home. I ain't got time for this. Right. There's somebody in the break room, you know? No, that's fair. Yeah. I care about you as a person. Just don't talk to me, please. <laughs> uh, you know who I care about? Our sponsor. So I have to say that one of the weirdest interactions that I've ever had with somebody, and it was... It was more of like an observation, like we kind of interacted. Anyway, I was on I was on a public bus when I was in high school, riding down, riding the tro, uh, the number forty three. If anybody really is interested, um, and it was summertime. I remember that. I'm sitting in the back of the bus. There's like five people in this bus. I'm towards the back. I remember there was a a lady who was about in I would say thirties, right? Um, very nice. Had a one of these really big plastic bags, um, reusable bags sitting on her lap, right? Because mm-hmm. we were able to make eye contact with each other. The driver, a couple other folks. But there was this one guy, tall, thin fellow, wearing a long trench coat, right? Um, had a uh, A-line t-shirt, a.k.a. a wife beater for folks that are on PC with certain things. <laughs> Uh, long khaki pants. Now, was this dirty? Were they dirty? Well, I mean, it's not like they were fresh out of the package. Because I'm smelling, like, I'm sensing some B.O. and feet going on in the bus. Yes. Yeah. Well, one, it's a bus. Yeah. So, yes. Two, 
it was hot outside, and this guy's wearing a trench coat. So, and he he had sweat on him. You could tell you he, he oh, was I sweating. Forgot. He had a, it was summer. Go yeah, on, summertime. Now so I'm he was sweating. Anyway, so he was sitting up towards the front of the bus, and you know I had to pass him to get on the bus. And he was sitting there, and he was just a little like nervous. You know, he's a little jittery. His shoulders, his, he kind of kept like grabbing his hands and squeezing them, and kept looking out, kept shifting positions and stuff. But it's you know kind of like a little tweaker, right? Little methy. Little, little bit, but this I think this is before meth was like a big thing, you know. So we just call him a crackhead. Um, I mean, he could have been an overachiever ahead of the pack. It's true, but, you know. Yeah, let's go uh, with crackhead. No, I'm good. Um, yeah. either way, you know, it, he was anxious. Yes. So I sit at the back of the bus because he was at the front of the bus, and I didn't want anything to do with him. Well, so this guy gets up and starts pacing up and down the bus, right? Because he was nervous about something, had to get the jitters out, right? And just starts rambling and, and saying some weird things, you know. But I'm not, I'm like, ah, oh, no eye contact, not paying attention, right? You know, and he kept walking. And then he started to kind of do some calisthenics. He was stretching his arms up <laughs> and out. And then just started rotating his arms to the side, you know, like he was a propeller or something, you know. And I was like, okay, he's getting out his, his, his wiggles. All right, cool. He's still, <laughs> right? And then he proceeds to grab onto the handrails above him. And, like, hang off of one and then swing and grab another one and swing and grab another one. Like, his feet were still on the ground, but he was... Kind of like monkey bars. Exactly. Like, he was on the one. And he kept doing this, like, up and down, up and down. And then, like, he would stop and just randomly sit in a seat <laughs> and look out the window and then crouch down, right? Like, oh, God, somebody could see me, right? And then pop back up. Did they see me? Did they see me? Crouch back there. And this was going on for quite some time. And... I, so I'm getting a little confused, you know, and he's mumbling a whole bunch of stuff, but I can't quite hear him because he's still moving. And and so I'm looking at the lady and she's looking at me and she gives like this look like, oh, Lord, you know, like <laughs> rolls her eyes and it's just kind of shaking her head. And I'm like, I shrug my shoulders like, what are you going to do? Right. You know, and um, and then all of a sudden this guy, he's like, you know what? I. I don't understand why everybody's got to be so upset with him. Mike Tyson grabbed my ass and I didn't say shit. I don't know everybody's got to be all up on him. The brother's just trying to do what he's trying to do. And then the guy crouches down real quick and then pretends that his finger, like his finger is a gun, right? So he's, you know, and he's holding it with like, like little Charlie's Angels action, crouches down, looks left and right real quick, right? Barrel rolls down the middle. Well, he tries to. It's... It's narrow. He was a little awkward. Gets up, pulls the bell to, like, let him off. The bus driver's like, thank Christ. <laughs> yeah, because it's like, the guy had just been wandering around. Like, he hadn't, at no point he's done anything dangerous yet, right? So he rings the bell. The bus pulls over. And the guy's like, my daughter is going to be an Olympic gold medal champion in the 1948 Olympics. And then he leaps <laughs> off of the bus. <laughs> and I swear to God, like, it sounded like he just smashed to the concrete. Like, he didn't try to catch himself at all. Uh, but I look out the window, and he was up on his feet and walking. Like, nothing. Like, nothing Chill. was just like, what? whatever, it's fine. So I'm going to hope that he was okay leaping off of the bus like that. But he, like, just full on, I thought he dove. Like, like I, I'm not happy that anybody would have 
you know, take drugs to the extent to which that would happen. <laughs> I However, I feel like I'm just really hoping for his sake. He just had like uh, an insanely uh, good imagination. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he was he was writing a book in his head before. I, yeah, I. All the best shit I've ever written, I've been in a position where I can't write it down. Although, like, barrel rolling through the bus and monkey bars, like, yeah. you could, dude. Like, get a pencil, you know. You can write it down. No, he sounds nuts. I, 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 I would, I feel as though he was having some sort of, you know, schizophrenic or, mm-hmm. I don't know, some sort of break in. Uh, but it, at no point was he, I mean, his actions were weird, but at no point was I scared for myself. I just honestly was like, I'm so curious as to what he's going to do next. That story really only leaves me with one question. Um, (laughs) Do you think that his Olympic gold medalist daughter is with Mike Tyson? That they share her? And he did grab his butt. Oh, that's the question you have. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's the only one you have? Yeah, that's all. Oh. Um, Well, so his his daughter was an Olympic gold medalist. In 1948, so, which would make this man really old if you're trying to be logical with some stuff. So, I think if anything, um, I mean, Mike Tyson grabbed a lot of people's asses, so I don't see that as being a bad thing. I mean, at the point this happened, he couldn't be predicting that his daughter was going to win the 1948 Olympics as they had already occurred. You know, he was just stating facts. (laughs) She did. Win the 1948 Olympics. And Mike Tyson apparently did grab his ass, and he didn't say shit about it. So, which I, I mean, unfortunately now I have said shit about it, so I have spilled the beans for him, but. Sorry, sir, wherever you are. Um, but he wasn't upset about it, so I don't think it's not like he's going to be bringing any charges or anything, so. Oh, yeah, because why would we talk shit about Mike Tyson? I'm definitely not talking shit about Mike Tyson. Nope. Nope. Not here. Mm-mm. You won't hear that on what I'd heard was. I like my ears. Mm-hmm. Right where they are. Thank you. You gotta respect a man who tattoos his face. You don't really have to, but... Uh, but I'm not talking shit about Mike Tyson. Nah, I'm not so. talking shit about Mike Tyson. <laughs> you won't hear us talking shit about Mike Tyson what I had heard was. But hey, Mike, if you want to email us, it's what I had heard was at gmail.com. Yeah, if you want to... Mike, if you want to come on and talk shit about whoever you want, uh, we will totally let you. Yeah. Um, or we'll, uh, all three of us can go get tattoos together. Uh, I would totally do that. I'd be so down. Not on my face, but like I'm down with tattoo. Correct. Yeah. 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 So there you go. So that's a a weird thing that may or may not happen. Who knows? Sure. Everybody, uh, make sure you let Mike know that we're here and we want to get tattoos with him. Otherwise, how will he find out? You know. <laughs> because this is going to come highly recommended. The show always highly recommended by everyone. Especially when you uh, give us those reviews on iTunes. Yeah, run on over to iTunes. <laughs> All you have to do is go to our website, and there will be a link there, and it'll say, review us. Please review us. And say, oh, we love you. Five stars. Yeah, uh, or six stars. Six stars. Yeah. I leave you five because I can't leave you 72. Whatever. Yeah, What a, you know, we're, we're paraphrasing for you. Anything. Whatever <laughs> feels right to you. Those women are beautiful, and I love them. That's okay too. Like you know, I mean, it's a little shallow, but I, I'm fine with that. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. I like to wade in the waters. Yeah, we don't believe in bras. Hey, we don't either. You know, excellent. 
I mean, I believe that they exist. Oh, yeah. I'm not trying to deny their existence. They do exist. And I believe that for some people, they are amazing and work wonders. Do you? Yeah. What cup size do you think you have to be that they're amazing and work wonders? No, no. I think it depends on the bra and uh-huh. it depends on the person. Because uh. some people, you know, appreciate the extra support that they provide. You know, it's kind of like a, what are those, thunder jackets? Oh, yeah. Like you a know? comfort. Yeah. Like a little comfort snuggle. Some people are just like, nope. They're a, they're a thing brought upon us by the patriarchy to control, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I invested in some really pricey bras for a while, and then I finally decided I was just going to tuck them in my waistband and leave it be. Fair. Yeah. yeah and that's the thing. you got to go with what works for you. Exactly. If it doesn't work anymore, if it stops working, I'm going to, like, roll them up like a anchovy can, you know, like a, oh, a yeah. pencil. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. We'll get, like, a key. Boop, 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 boop. Or chopsticks. Sure. Yeah. Perfect. I'm down with that. You can see me out and about at the grocery store. With chopstick tits. She'll be in the roast section. <laughs> Screaming about the market meat. Oh, so, so there's, I just, this uh, reminded me when I was, um, I'll say 12. I don't know. I was a young girl. Um, and we're probably younger than that because puberty and whatever weirdness. Can everything. you be a wee lass? Wee lass. Yeah. Sure. Thanks. I was a wee lass. Anyway, Matt Bob Evans. Mm-hmm. Delicious sausage. It is. Good times. Head Strawberry festival right now. Oh, oh. I highly recommend 10 out of 10. Maybe mm-hmm. we'll do that after we're done. Excellent. Uh, so I walk into the bathroom and there is a guy at the sink washing his hands. And I'm like, oh no. And he looks at me and goes and starts yelling at me. What are you doing in here? You shouldn't be here. You're going to get all kinds of men in trouble. Women... Girls shouldn't be in the men's bathroom, and you're going to get us all in trouble for doing it. Da, 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 and just is yelling at me, like literally super mad about this. And I look around, and because I have been to this right. restaurant, or I've been to this restaurant before, and I look around and I'm like, but, but, sir, you're in the women's restroom. And he was like, what? <laughs> and, and this is a guy who's like in a suit jacket with like elbow patches. So you know he thought he was really smart. His smoking jacket. Yeah. Well, it was like tweed, you know, and he had like a beard and glasses. And so it's like he looked like he should be a smart guy. His writing jacket that he uses to write textbooks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you fuck. Go on. So, yeah, he was all like, what? No, no, I'm not. And I was like, "Uh, well, that's what the sign out front says. And so then he goes and looks and he goes, oh, God. Oh, it doesn't even apologize. It gets all like, and then like runs away. No, sorry. Not like. He probably is just humiliated. Probably. Oh, definitely. But yeah. it was just the fact that, like, he got so mad about the fact that I was in there. You should have told him to stop being such a pedophile. And like, <laughs> Well, I was, you know, I, I hadn't gotten that sassy yet. But then I was just like, dude, didn't you realize that there weren't any urinals in here? That's the like, thing. Didn't like, didn't you realize that, like, it smelled so much nicer and things weren't as sticky? Like... And I know this because I have been into men's bathrooms before because they're usually the ones without the lines at, like, sporting events and stuff. Right. And bars. So, Because they go in and take care of business and get out. Yeah. That's it. Of course, I didn't know that at the time when I was a wee lass. But I do now. Now we know. Yeah. So there you go. So that was weird. It was the weirdness was just how angry he got about the fact that he saw me in this bathroom. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Not like a, oh. Hey, I think you're in the wrong one. You know, like, 
people who get angry about stuff like that, you know, there's like some deep shit going on. Yeah, they get some other know about. Totally. Like cover that well up, sir. Nail it down. <laughs> Swallows those emotions deep, and let's never talk about them yeah. again. We never want to hear from you again. <laughs> Goodbye and farewell. I had a guy at, uh, I guess for the sake of setting the stage, I'll give you the details. I was at the dispensary, and I had my Try Kindness asshole shirt on. Oh, yes, that's a good one. Uh, and so this guy, he starts talking to me. Uh, I shouldn't wear shirts like this because they're you know conversational pieces. But he starts talking, and he's like, oh, that's really funny. I would... Uh, I would take a picture of that, but that's probably not appropriate, huh? And I was like, I didn't say anything. So I was like, no, it's not fucking appropriate. Don't take pictures of me <laughs> standing in line yeah. at the dispensary, man. You're like, yeah, probably not. Yeah, like, I don't have anything against you. You're you're fine, but I don't not, know. Other than the fact that you're talking to me, but, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, please don't take my picture. You don't, we don't know each other. Yeah. yeah. Pass. No, hard pass. Hard pass. That's, yeah. I really wish I had the, some of the stories I had from before my what the actual fuck days. Those are really good. But we lost to time. <laughs> so now you're just teasing everybody with them. So maybe they'll come back one day. Be like, one day I'll get really drunk and be like, ha, remember when? <laughs> you know, you didn't even remember. How am I supposed to? Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. People are entertaining, and as long as they don't, they don't make me fear for my safety. I'm okay with weirdness, you know. I enjoy the weirdness uh, because it is uh, something off of the norm, and it gives you something to talk about. It gives you a good story. It makes you look at things a little differently, yeah. Than, than how than how you normally look at it, and then in doing that, then it makes this normal, average thing weird or different mm-hmm. again or something new and exciting because now you're looking at it in a different way yeah so that's what i appreciate about it is that not only is it weird in itself but it also makes other things more exciting i agree with you and weird is why we are here this season yeah and we have so much weird to share with you um lots to look forward to as we mentioned last episode so along with our weird episodes one of the things we're going to be starting is you know some sort of motivational quote at the end just to you know cheer you up cheer you up give you a little insight on something moment of zen that is probably trademarked and now i'm probably going to get sued for saying but remind reminder that we love you five stars (laughs) (laughs) uh so in the wise words of frank zappa i never set out to be weird it was always other people who called me weird. Thank you, Frank. Thank you, Frank. Thank Just you, Anna. Find your, do your own thing. Let let people call them, call you whatever you want. As long as you're living your truth, who cares? That's right. Weird is fine. It's fine. Uh, next week, we're going to be talking about weird foods, uh, which should be interesting. So many foods are weird. So many foods are weird. And we're going to talk about them. Mm-hmm. So, oh, and weird stuff people do with foods. Ooh. And people's weird reaction to certain foods. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anytime I hear people's food reactions, like actual allergies, I'm always intrigued. 
you know, if it's anything other than like, oh, I get hives. People are like, oh, my eyeballs start bulging out of my head. And they'll be like, well, what the fuck? Why would I eat anything? Like, I would only eat celery at that point. <laughs> yeah. So, you know. So check back in. Give us a, or you can uh, share your weird food moments with us. Um, we shall be sharing uh, listener stories as well. So yeah, please feel free if you want to, your, you know. 15 minutes of fame. Yeah, email us for your 15 minutes of fame at what I had heard was at gmail.com. So as our shout out to our friends, our old friends over at the Shonen Flop and Pop Culture Hoove Nanny, we want to say hi to them. Hey. Hello, gentlemen. Uh, And then we have two new shows, which I really enjoyed. Scottish Murders. They have a very soothing voice and uh, great story. Are they about, like, in Scotland? Scottish murders? Yeah. I don't know. I can't understand what they're saying, but I'm oh. just kidding. Do they got the brogue? Do they, like, great accents? It's, yeah, they have great accents. I, I turned it on this morning, and I was like, man, they sound so good. They're so professional. And it, uh, it was like, they sound just like you. And I was like, no, they have Scottish accents. So. <laughs> Scottish accents now equal professional in Ex- Jen's mind. Exactly. You sound different from me, therefore. Um, So also, Understudies, which is a podcast that talks about supporting characters. Ooh. And I listened to the episode on Fezzik from The Princess Bride. Does anybody want a peanut? (laughs) I felt like, you know, I think it's a a delightful show. I enjoy it. Uh But I also was going to be swayed to enjoy it because it's about Fezzik and The Princess Bride. Sure. I mean, what... What can you say about him? Unless you're like, fuck Fezzik. Then I'd be like, your show sucks. But no, but it's, but we love Fezzik. And anybody who doesn't, I mean, suck a dick. I would say, you know, take it up with Andre the Giant, but unfortunately, RIP. Yeah. It's so sad. I did find out that my son uh, has not seen the show. So I do feel like a failure as a parent. <gasps> oh, well, yeah. I know what he's getting for Christmas. <laughs> I force, I'm going to force him to watch it here soon. I've already warned them. Next visit. Brilliant. Yep. Anyway, uh, what I had heard was we are out of time. We will see you next week. Visit our website at wihhw.com where you can sign up for our newsletter, see guest links and information, and some fancy extras. Also, check us out on Facebook at, at what I had heard was and Instagram at what I had heard. And if you really want to get something off your chest, Shoot us an email at what I had heard was at gmail.com.